Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. There's nothing quite like seeing your children get excited over Christmas. And I think the magic is more than just getting presents. It's about the mystery and the excitement of Santa. There's traditions, there's family, there's a lot to love. But for some parents, like me, there's also the dread of more stuff. More toys that will end up in landfill, more toys that will be spread out across your home. Anita Burgess is a decluttering queen and her advice is before you even get to Christmas, give your kids toys a good declutter. Hi Anita, how are you? Hi, thank you for having me. Now, your first piece of advice is to do this while the kids aren't around. Absolutely. Do you tell them that you're going to do it? Ah, you know what? (laughs) It's funny. It's really funny. I guess you have to pick your battles and know who your kids are. Um, No, they don't. (laughs) They just come home and they're like... They just come home. And to be honest with you, I've done... I I guess it is now the season to be decluttering, not the season to be getting the presents yet. So I've done toy declutter. I'm not joking. Last week I did like three. Yes. One on top of the other in three different homes. And I always text in the evening and say, so what did the kids think? It's important for me to, you know, know. And, you know, and same kids, same home. One kid loved it. One kid cried. (laughs) But we got rid of a hell of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And the home is happier and the home is calmer and the kids have found their toys again to love kind of thing. So... Yeah, don't get the kids involved. Okay. So you don't get them involved, but I still feel like, for me, Anita, we've had these conversations before, but for me, I feel like it's an extremely fraught place to go because I'm worried I'll throw a toy out that they'll ask for the next day. And I understand that. And, you know, some some organisers, we've we've talked about this previously, where some organisers actually feel like the kids should be involved, you know, because it's theirs, They own it. They should be, you know, have some sort of input in it. When it comes down to it, I mean, if we're talking about a child that's 10, 11, 12, it's different to if you're talking to a child that's two, three, four. We know as parents what their age, uh, what's age appropriate and what's not for their toys. That's why I think we need to be involved in it. Being, doing that whole thing again of just in case the child asks you the next day for it, is that helping us declutter? No. I mean, we have enough guilt as mums as it is. I think getting rid of a toy that you haven't seen them play with, you know, in six months is not something you have to burden yourself with. I think the (laughs) the whole thing is, is like you want to, and you know, say to them, I'm making room for Christmas. Like, you know, and a great other time is doing it before their birthday. You know, there's going to be toys coming in. That's the, that's life. So we need to make room for these things, you know, for them to be able to enjoy and see and love. So I despair every time I look at my kids' toys toy room. Yeah, it's, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, that was particularly bad. It hasn't improved much since the last time you saw it, actually, to be honest. We'll get there, we'll get and, there. And I have to just uh, preface, just say that it's a sunroom. It's not like a whole room. No. But it has... It's got a good metre by three metres there. <laughs> and it's, it's got enough stuff in it that yes. it could fill a whole room. So it's out of control. Um, and I, I guess other people, if they don't have a separate space for toys, will have a room that has like their bedroom or a space in their home that will be overflowing with toys. 
Where do you start? Okay, well, first of all, I want to say is that it, it doesn't matter what how big or small the area is. If it's causing you despair, like you said, and a room you want to close, a cupboard you want to, the door you don't want open, a basket you shove in another room, if it's causing that type of anxiety, it's a project to be taken care of kind of thing. Where do you start? Okay, so like I said, you've got you've got to work out. There's a couple of key elements you have to think of when you want to start the de- decluttering thing of the toys. Again, your time. You want to put a certain amount of time like away. A month. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, look, you know, the thing is, the good thing about toys is that it's the organising process. It's not going to kill you if you just do a little bit at a time. You can. Just, but just think decluttering, not organizing. Whereas some projects you need to declutter and organize in the same day. This is a project you don't need to have organized straight away. You need to start just decluttering, which is getting things out of your home. Most important thing to research is where does it go? Yes, I think that's a big thing. Huge. With toys, you want it out of your home, far away from the children. Before they even know it's gone. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and it will happen. They might find it. But you want it out of your home. You do not want to have all that time you've spent decluttering and then you've got this big, great, big bag at the door to give to a charity or give to a friend or give to somebody who's having a child and then your child comes home and what happens? They, they go, go through, through it. it. And they won't let you... Th- that has happened to me so many yeah. times. Yeah. So the most important thing is know where it's going. So have that friend on standby saying, I'm decluttering on Tuesday. You need to be here by three o'clock to pick it up. You're also not a taxi service. Your time is precious. Be Spend it decluttering. Now, I know um, that toy libraries will take good quality yes. toys. Are there... And um, I know that uh, Vinnie's and charity shops don't take... Soft toys. They do not take stuffed toys. Don't take stuff stuffed toys. No. So, but they will take it in a box if it's brand new. Okay. So if it was something that was open. brand new, and you get in a like you know a, a Maisie doll or I don't know something Wiggles or something you know stuffed dolls that come in boxes, they will take those okay. brand new. The big thing I think for a lot of parents is all the plastic. Yes. But I'm never sure whether you can recycle it or not. It's a really touchy. Like it's really hard to know. You've got to you've got to do your research. And again. Look, you, it's, plastic, though, is more easily donatable. So even if it's not to a charity, you can ring up daycares. You can also ask your own daycare if that's, you know, especially the more expensive items as well. They will, you know, if we're just talk. I mean, I don't want, you know, but if it's just cheap and cheerful, it's probably just time to chuck it out. You've had the joy of having it. The kids have spent time playing with it. Now it's just time to go, and you can put it in the plastic recycling, hopefully. Um, otherwise, try and find as many av- avenues as you can for somebody to take it. Daycares are a great one. Also, stuffed toys, again, because it's so hard to get rid of, you either chuck them out, but pet stores actually love stuffed toys. Um, also, you can speak to, sorry, waiting rooms. Doctors' waiting rooms love some good puzzles. Dentist, wait, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, have a good think about, think outside the box and even put in Google, donating puzzles. You'll never know what could come up. Have you ever noticed any of those share swap pages? Do they take You know what? Okay, some of it you can sell, but if you're going to sit at home for a $5 puzzle (laughs) and have 10 people say they come in to pick it up and then don't pick it up, that could not infuriate me more. Because you've wasted time. And I'm telling you, I hope your time is worth more than five bucks for three hours sitting there. (laughs) Exactly. We could be decluttering. We could be using our time better. So 
I'm really sensitive and I explain that to clients that when they say, oh, this is sellable or whatever, if it's something that has a good price tag to it and you know someone's going to pick it up, great. Also, sometimes it's just good to do free. Yes. Because at least it's going out of your home. So put on those kids classified ones, free box of Duplo. Yeah. It's out of your home. Yeah. Someone's taken their time to come, whatever it may be, use their petrol, come pick it up. So there's their investment. You've just gotten rid of it. It's a win-win. Yeah, and you're not it's not ending up in any landfill anywhere. Correct. So at least you're trying to, you know, I always say free to good, like free, just free. get rid of it. Yeah. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Anita Burgess from Mison Plus. We're talking about decluttering toy rooms, which Anita says is a really good idea to do before Christmas. Um, I have talked about how out of control my kid's toy room is, and Anita knows it. She's seen it. It is way, way beyond the realm of... Um, Having any space, like my kids, I remember taking a photo of my kids in the toy room and someone said, I almost didn't see them. <laughs> they were camouflaged. So there were so many things <laughs> around awesome. it. I'm like, yes, of course. Um, you, in the past, when we've spoken about decluttering, you have that system where you have different 10-litre um, boxes of, of, in the vicinity so that you can sort things. Do you yep. sort, if you decide not to do it piece by piece, but you decide to attack it all in one day, um, do you use the same system with those Those bigger boxes? containers. Yeah. I'll use bigger containers. A good thing to use for that is washing baskets. You've already got them in your home. Mm-hmm. So try and use the washing baskets. Um, and then because toys are bulkier and stuff, or again, you've got 32-litre or 52-litre containers, try and use those or tubs. But again, you're sorting as you go. Most importantly, um, though, when you are decluttering with toys and you've set up your sorting, you know, like the the puzzles, the music, whatever, as you go, whatever's leaving the home, like donation, you need to use, um, you can't use garbage bags because they're going to rip. Stuff is heavy. They've got corners on them. So again, you're just filling up garbage bags. And after all that time spent decluttering, the worst thing is you pick up 10 kilos, it goes all over the floor. So I really like to use those um, laundry bags that you can pick up at a $2 shop or something, you know, the ones that are checkered, those laundry bags people like to use. So you go those, get a good size of that, and you know what? And therefore, all your hard work stays in the bag and gets to the place it needs to go after. Also set up your recycling and garbage at the same time. And a big one for you is whether it's clothes, food, and I'm assuming toys as well, is that you can see the actual toy. So once upon a time, I got very excited and bought these boxes from Ikea that were also seats. And I thought, this is fabulous. Oh, God. Yes, yes. I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah. But... Uh, you don't see what's inside them. No, so, toy box is terrible. Like, I, I you know, and wherever it's from a toy box, you know, with that lid that you're talking about, I don't, I never use it. I never recommend it because really all it is is all, all they're actually ever going to use is that top 20%. Whatever goes to the bottom stays there forever. I mean, that poor, you know, you saw it in Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> they never came out to play, you oh, know. So I feel very, very sad Very now. sad. But if we can have a system where it's, um, the kids can reach it, they can see it, it's labelled, and it's not cluttered, they will enjoy it so much more. And like I was saying, this home I decluttered last week, I'm not joking, there's 20% of the toys that, that was in that room. These kids have never played in their playroom more. Mm, they do say that the less children have, the better it is for them. It's, I've seen it. I'm living proof of it, and I'm telling you, it is amazing. The less they have, the more they play. 
And do you have, I know there are certain little hacks that you love to use. Do you have a favourite piece of furniture or way of storing toys when there's enough space? Look, I do love the IKEA Kallax. I mean, anyone who's worked with me or been around me knows I do love that for toy storage. It's just friendly. The, the cube system's friendly. Um, it's easy to label. And you can choose, again, I always say, you know, don't use cloth cubes in toy rooms. Cloth with cloth, plastic with plastic. Yeah, like, you know, Lego, I wouldn't have in a cloth cube because it will just sink. Yeah, You know, it's not heavy enough. So think of that. Use a plastic insert for that. The reason I like it is it's easy to label. It can be pulled out, put back in. Kids can pack away easier. Where if we make it easy for them, the system, they will be part of it easier. Whereas some other systems, you start putting, you know, extra lids on, extra locks on, it's just you're making it harder for them. I also really recommend using words, not diagrams. You know, music, you know, if you're dealing with a one or two-year-old, you know, some people think, you know, like put a picture of a trumpet on it. I still think using words is the best way to do it. They pick it up really, really easily. Yeah, and they'll reckon it's kind of a symbol Yeah, anyway, and even if you're going to do a symbol, put the word on it as well. I think it's a great way of getting kids to learn those words straight away very early. So is one of the things that you're saying there in terms of the um, lids, et cetera, is yes. that it's better not to have lids in a Look, room Look, so in some ways you need, like, you know, for some things that like, let's say magniformers or something, you know, magnetiles or something like that. That's that people don't have a whole 30 by 30 centimetre cube of that stuff. So I like to, in those cubes, use two 10-litre containers, again labelled, again clear. They're beautiful coloured items, like with Lego. I like to have them being able, visual, visual, so the kids can play with them and they're attracted to that, not just a black and white label. So... And this is the important thing, I think. How do you ensure maintenance once you've been through the declutter, once you've arranged things so that they can see them and play with them? Yes. How do you um, make sure it doesn't get out of control again? You have to keep decluttering. That's the thing. With (laughs) toys, you have to because the age, it's different for us, Siobhan. Like when we do our clothes, you know, after we've had children or whatever, we're kind of done. And then we know one pair of jeans come in, we've got to get one pair of jeans go out, you know. But with children and their toys, every year they are growing, they are changing. You'll actually find, and this is what I love to tell mums in their first so many years, they keep thinking, I need to add more storage. Children get have less toys as they grow older. So, you know, you're up to that Lego phase of five, six, seven, then they start to become more digital. That's the way it is now. So, like all those, and those big bulky toys are used for the toddlers because they had to be big because they needed them to learn, you know, with their fingers and stuff, that coordination, they're out of your home. So once you've set up your storage, stop adding storage, you'll realise these, if you keep decluttering, these big, big bulky toys end up leaving your home forever. Mm. Oh, now I'm thinking of Toy Story again. I know. (laughs) Those poor toys, they just don't want to go. Anita, thank you so much for coming in and talking about this with us. Thank you. That was Anita Burgess. She's a decluttering expert from Mizon Plus, and we'll put a link to Anita's website on ours. Just head to kindling.com.au. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.